Hey guys, welcome back to the Just You and Us podcast. We're here with Connor and a very special guest, Epicenter Media. Hey everyone, this is Amber. And this is Gio. And we're from Epicenter Media. So, what made you guys get into YouTube? What spurred it? What did you guys want to do? So... Basically, we've always been into cars, off-roading. Geo has had a Harley for a few years now, but recently with COVID and everything going on, um, things kind of slowed down for for me. So I wanted to do something that I... I finally wanted to pull the trigger on something that I've always wanted to do, which is dirt biking. And then once we got it, you know, we got a lot of interest from our friends, family, wanted to know how, how I was doing with it, to see my progress. So we started up our YouTube channel and but the YouTube channel is actually something that we've been wanting to do but we finally had more time to do it so uh, on the YouTube channel we the idea is to be featuring all of our you know our vehicles our toys and kind of going on different adventures how do you relate and differentiate from other um, car influencers and car channels yeah what? that's a, that's a great question uh, so I think the biggest thing that's going to set us apart will be that, um, I don't know, just the creative background that we have. Like, I'm going to start implementing my own music into our channel, and that's a really unique feature that, like, you don't really see other YouTubers, other YouTubers doing. You kind of, they probably just grab, like, copyright-free stuff, whereas I'll give an in-depth review, or not review, um, look into how I make the music for the channel. And then also, like, Amber's creative direction uh, with her dance background and uh, produ- pr- uh, production background. Yeah, and also I'm a so I work for the NBA G League right now as a director of entertainment and game presentation. So my uh, daily job is literally putting on a show and entertainment for thousands of fans, you know, throughout the season. And I also serve as the in-game host or MC. So I have a lot of experience speaking and kind of performing and putting on a production. So like Gio said, this is kind of stuff that we've already been doing and it kind of is wrapping into our professional lives. And now we're going to just show it, showcase it on our YouTube channel. Uh, this question's for Amber. So yeah. with your experience in uh, reaching towards the crowd and gaining their attention, do you think that'll help you trying to be successful on YouTube? Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, I, it's, it's definitely different. Um, kind of putting on a show for a live crowd whether as opposed to YouTube where it's a video you know what I mean where it when it's live it's literally one shot and if I mess up my words like I will get trolled on social media you know so YouTube is a little bit easier where I can we can redo a take if I need to but we're not we've only done about three videos so far and we've only put out two so we're I'm still definitely getting used to the the different vibe too because I don't want to come off as as also like putting on a show either I wanted to show like my own personality who we are and not be not give out like any type of fake vibes or anything like that yeah that's that's very neat Uh, that's very um I admire that I think that is very cool that you're showing off yourself not just putting on a fake life like a lot of YouTubers do yeah that's that's what we want to stay away from because like I like Gio said this is all stuff that we've been doing before but now we're just trying to get it on camera so I'm not I'm trying not to edit 
too much. I definitely don't have a script. So far, we have no scripts that I read off of. It's just kind of like freestyling it, you know, giving giving our audience the idea of what we're doing. And every take is different. So it's more so about staying real and, and kind of trying to relate to people out there, especially the beginner for right now for dirt bikers. You know, that's what I'm trying to relate to. And then once we get into cars, Gio's definitely more of a professional level a car talker so he can relate to those guys and just kind of keep going from there um oh, yeah also i do have a question for geo about the music okay do What's you up? like create them do you create music using like on like oh, what was it like online or do you play an instrument yeah um music? good question i i i was a musician in the marine corps and i was a drummer at that so my experience or my niche is drumming, but I do play guitar as well. I also sing and uh, I, I play the bass too. So I'll be, uh, we have a home music studio where I pretty much lay down entire tracks like piece by piece. Uh, so that's what, that's what I'll be doing for the channel, live instrument recording. Uh, that's really cool. Thank that you. That's really cool. Uh, is there someone that inspires you to keep the channel going or is it all self-motivated? Uh, well, we, we definitely have a good support system. Like my friends at work are extremely supportive. My best friend is really supportive. He, he's kind of holding me to it. Like if, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't want me to just forget about this and let it be another unfinished product. So we definitely have a, a good support system. Yeah. And you know, I have my, my family, my mom and dad too, are very supportive. They watch all our videos. They share on social media. We're just starting out. So all the support that we can get from our close friends and family really helps and the good feedback too. And honestly, uh, feedback from you guys too, uh, Connor, thanks for commenting on our stuff. You know, um, it, it's just motivating to see, you know, good feedback from people. So that's what kind of helps keeps us motivated to keep making stuff and, and sharing our adventures with everyone. Yeah. Connor, when you first commented on our stuff, we were super excited. Like, Oh wow. We have a, like a, a fan that we don't know personally yet. And <laughs> we we're just super excited about that. Yeah. yeah. It, it was super cool. Cause I, when I saw your video on Instagram, I thought you're a mainstream like <laughs> Instagram channel. Cause the edits were really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was very good videography work. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. For us, we we get that feeling too because I'm with our friends. We have a lot of our friends that listen to it, and they just like to rag on us, like hey, "Look what you said," uh -huh. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> which obviously they're supportive of it. They're like, "Yeah, do we keep going on it?" But they're also like like to edit out stuff of our videos right. and stuff like that. Oh, gotcha. But whenever we started to get people who weren't people we knew, and we knew that they weren't people we knew, we were really excited about it. Mm -hmm. And then we had one Instagram post that blew up and we got like 4,000 hits on it. Nice. Or something around there, like 4,500. Wow. And we were really excited about that. And like, so I get what it is too, just having people who you don't know finally to listen to your stuff. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, I see that you have the Harley and the, and the uh, Apollo, right? Mm-hmm. Do you like all motorcycles or is there a specific brand or mo motorcycle type do you like? Uh, I'll start on this one since I've been riding a bit longer than Amber has now. Um, I had wanted to get on a bike since maybe 2011 is when I, I really wanted a bike, but we weren't financially ready to do that. I think we only had like one car at the time, so it, it didn't make any sense. But um, 
as soon as I as soon as we're capable of it, I pushed Amber to let me buy the Harley, <laughs> and it's been like two and a half, maybe going on three years now of having that, and uh, it, it's it's such a blast. Like if you guys haven't done it, I definitely recommend at least like getting your license to do it. Um, it feels so good on the open road, like the sound of the bike, the wind noise. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a preference. I'd say I love the look of the Harley because it's all matte black, but I am interested in say like an Aprilia, Ducati, or any kind of street bike I'm, I'm interested in riding. Um, and then dirt biking is entirely new to me. So I, I'm learning as Amber learns too. Yeah. And as far as the dirt bike goes, the reason I also wanted to start dirt bike riding is because my dad was actually a professional dirt biker. Uh, he was in the motocross, supercross um, back in the eighties, you know, and he was racing and doing a bunch of stuff. And um, so it's, I've always kind of been around it. But when I was younger, my mom, you know, put, put me in dance. So I, I, was, I started in dance. But, you know, I'm very grateful to that, too, because I did become a professional um, NBA dancer. But, you know, that career is now over. And I wanted to do another get back into something more fun, uh, learn a new hobby. So then got into dirt biking. Would you say having your father as the motocross person that he is, would you say it puts a lot of pressure on you, Amber? Uh, no, <laughs> not really, because my dad is just, he's so funny. And uh, I'm honestly, I haven't been able to, to get with him in the, in the motorcycle just yet together. I've been I want to film our next video with him giving me more pointers and tricks uh, on what to do. So that's definitely coming up soon, hopefully next weekend. Um, but he, he, he's more I see him more as a teacher right now. So I my plans for dirt biking is not really racing just yet. I want to kind of master the the basics and do a few jumps, do a few um, tricks here and there. And then I am very competitive. So we'll see. I'm not going to say I'm not going to race ever. But um, for right now, that's just kind of my focus and hopefully not getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, that was my next question. In the far future, could you see yourself uh, going to events and racing? Uh I mean... <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I want to, I, I, I'm yeah. very competitive. It's, yes. It, her character says, absolutely. Yes. I want to be faster than everybody, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, there's, there's two sides of me. I feel like one side is like, oh, I have a very professional career. You know, I'm, um, I have my business major. I, I do, I work for the MBA. And then the other side is like, you know what, I'm going to go as fast as I can. And just jump this and who cares and stuff. So I have two, kind of two sides to me in that sense. So it's kind of finding the balance. And also I, I think once I feel a little bit more comfortable and probably upgrade my bike too, I want to get like probably a Honda. Um, I've been looking at the Honda two fifties. So once I, cause you know, this Apollo it's, it's just kind of like my starter bike. Uh, it's like a Chinese brand. So once I kind of get more, comfortable i want to upgrade for sure that that's definitely happening super super cool so you guys mentioned boating what do you guys like to do with boats and stuff yeah like that? okay so again with the with the pandemic shutting, shutting everything down our travel plans got canceled earlier this year and so instead of go, taking a vacation we figured we'd try to make our own vacation happen like on the weekends so uh, I think it was in March, right? Was no, it was like in May. May. Yeah, yeah, maybe May. We started looking around from, uh, we're in Texas, so we were looking around for a boat in Texas, and it was super hard to find anybody that 
that had that had the ones we were looking for in stock. They seemed like they were flying right off the lots. Um, so oh, yeah. we we found one all the way in Denton, I think, like Past north, Dallas. yeah, north of Dallas, and uh, that was available. It was the price that we wanted, and it was roughly the size and and definitely the color is red, black, and white. So um, we we tr- quickly took a trip trip uh, quickly took a trip up there, brought it down, and uh, we were new to boating, so we were scared about how everything was going to go, launching it, loading it. And uh, what? It, oh, that's great! The first night that we had it, we got stranded uh, at low tide for like <laughs> oh four hours. Or yeah. Like that. Oh yeah, we got we got stranded in uh, called the Coast Guard. Had to send someone out there to, to rescue us. Yeah, I wish we had that on video. That that's kind of funny oh, looking back on it now. But um, as new boaters, <laughs> it was pretty awful. <laughs> I bet. Um, now we, we use it to... We go fishing. Yeah. Uh, we go snorkeling. We go swimming. Uh, mostly stick to the bayside. Um, we're here at the Laguna Madre uh, by South Padre Island uh, here in Texas. So mostly we do fishing. We kind of... We have some drone footage of us going out a few times, uh, taking our family out. You know, we did try to go offshore one time. We thought it looked calm enough and we're not ready for that yet but we want to go <laughs> we want yeah, to go offshore right uh, i see some um youtubers and they leave uh the life behind and they go full uh sea like they go uh-huh. ocean would you ever do that just yeah to- absolutely we want to really badly um it just looks so sketchy when we went out the first time like there we would crest a wave and get to the the trough of the next one and the next wave was like towering over the bow. So it was like, nope, we're turning around. Um, so maybe in the future we'll upgrade to a boat that would be more suited for that. But for now, I think we're gonna we're gonna try out maybe like wakeboarding and mm-hmm. try to like try to showcase that on video, oh, learning how to wakeboard. Yeah. So uh, my next question is for both of you, or Geo can ta- can take this one. Okay. What would they makes a car iconic. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, uh, let's see. The first thing that came to mind was timeless designs. So, like, two cars that came to mind when I said that would be, like, the 67 Mustang, just, like, super timeless. Like, that thing, like, it's never going to age. Like, it's going to be beautiful 20 years from now. Um, And then another car that came to mind uh, was a newer car, say, like, the 08 to, what is it, 18 Gran Turismo by Maserati. I think that's another timeless design of a car. Um, and then there's like a lot of other cars that just kind of fall in between and, and you'll forget about them. Like personally, I think our Camaro is one of those and I feel bad saying it, but it's just such a car that'll be looked over the 01 Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you say that it's the car itself that is iconic and is nostalgic or would you say movies that feature that car is what brings it back to life? I'd say it's definitely a mixture of both. Like cars have characters. I feel like uh, like they all have their own personality. Uh, like the S two thousand is super rev happy, peppy, and it likes to be at nine thousand RPM, wide open throttle. Um, and versus like the Alpha makes its torque max torque at like thirty five hundred RPM or something like that. Like it just yanks right right from the gate. Um, but yeah, it definitely cars uh, in movies is a huge deal. So I fell in love with cars because of films like Gone in 60 Seconds and to, uh, Fast and the Furious back in 2001. And those movies feature the cars as characters within the movie itself. So that's a super cool aspect of the industry. That is. Um, my next question 
I can't remember now. Oh, yes. Would you say you're more of a petrol head or could you lean to the Tesla side and the side? Oh, gosh. I absolutely choose petrol over electric. I know electric has come so far and like a say like a P95D Tesla mm-hmm. can smoke just about any car on the road if you put it in ludicrous mode. Which is incredibly impressive, but it'll it'll only do it maybe three or four times before it's uh, needs a recharge. Um, and also, their weight is just, they're not there yet. Like the the batteries are so heavy, they can't really handle or corner as well as a as a regular gas car does. So yeah, I love the noise that that engines make, and just yeah, I'll choose petrol every time. You did mention the Mustang. Mm-hmm. About the Mustang Maki, are you disappointed? Are you happy? Uh, oh man, okay. If they had just named the car differently, I'd be all on board with it. Um, what was it? Uh, we, my friends and I were talking about it, and we said if you just named it this blank, I can't remember what we were thinking, it would have it been great. But instead, they, they called it a Mustang, and that just that doesn't sit right with me at all. Yeah, it's not a Mustang at all. Yeah. Um, did you see the live video of the Tesla, the Cybertruck? What, what did you think of that? I uh, love its performance, or at least the performance on paper that they that they say it's going to be. Didn't like the design whatsoever, but it's grown on me a little bit. But initially, my thought were like, did a kindergartner draw this? Like, this looks like something I drew in like second grade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now it's grown on me a little bit, yeah. and we'll see how it goes when they launch it. Cool. Um, if you guys could get any car, Ooh. like no expenses are thrown out the window you can get any car what would you this is this this is so funny because we i feel like we ask this to each other every week like just ourselves and the answers change sometimes every week so sometimes when i'm feeling like oh i need more space or i want something more luxury i want i'm like oh i want a g-wagon and then the next week i'm like no i want an aventador and then the next week no i want you know um I don't know, a 67 Mustang, you know? So I feel like it just changes week after week. And I have so many favorite cars. It's hard. It's hard to just pick one. Um, It's hard to just pick one. And with money being uh, no, with that not being an issue, I I really like the McLaren. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I I, I feel like, I feel like the, yeah, I'm always set when uh, whenever I get this question, I'm pretty much always set on the McLaren P1. Like the P1, yeah. yeah, that thing just looks incredible, performs incredible. It's the hybrid. It's it's just beautiful. I do love the McLaren P1. Mm-hmm. I like it in the deep purple they had. What she? Which yeah, have it in. Oh, I I love it in black. Mm. Like yeah, just just black. It, it looks menacing. Yeah, I liked it in black, but then um. When I saw in yellow, they stood that black door insert. And- mm-hmm. Yep, I like that too. You're right. I know what you're talking about. Mm. Um, we for do me- have. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Miss. Oh, for me, it's the Koenigsegg Jesco. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, yeah. It's got good, like that um, green. I really like that green. I don't know what it is about it. It just looks. I don't know. Yeah, that- it hits with something with me. Uh huh. I feel you. That's a good taste right there. I like it. My favorite would be um, the Lambo Murcielago. Really? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Now, how do you feel about, uh, let's say, Lamborghini and Porsche? Do you fall on the outrageous Lamborghini design or more the calm and mature Porsche design that they have? Uh, okay, I'll let Amber get start with this one. No? 
Okay. Um, I I personally don't love Porsche. I I, don't, I think their their cars, not the cars, are boring. Like obviously their performance is off the charts, but I think their designs are just slightly boring. Like the it's funny. Like you'll hear the joke. I don't know which way they're facing. Like is this the front or this is the back? <laughs> and they all kind of look the same. But I'll take I'll take Lambo pushing the boundaries every time. Yeah, I would take Lambo too. Yeah, I do like Lambo, but I am not a fan of the their SUV. I don't like it. Really. No. Okay. It looks like a lifted um, Aventador. It does, yeah, you're right, and it's almost the exact same thing as a Audi Q8 RS. It is, yeah. Yep. What would you say is the worst looking car in your opinion? <laughs> okay. Do you have anything in mind? Uh, that wagon. I hate. Which wagon? I hate. I just hate the cars with the with the wood panels on the side. Honestly. Um. So me and my friend uh, do this to each other all the time. We make each other choose between, say, like a. All right, you can get a Hellcat, but it's powered by a '98 Taurus engine, or you can have a '98 Taurus powered by a Hellcat. So I think the '98 Taurus in that ugly champagne color has got to be the ugliest car on the on the planet. Now I did talk to Mason about this question earlier, and I said the the Ferrari 348 Spider. 348. Hmm, let me let's uh, see what that one was. I don't like it. I, I know. Normal car, but they just cut lines into the door. Yeah. Okay. Do you see it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a cheap Testarossa yeah. looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. That one, and I don't like the Mon- Mondial or Mondial. Yeah. I don't like that thing either. For me, it has to be the, um. you might not have heard of this. I just saw it somewhere. I don't know where Mary but the Fiat Multipla, hmm. I hate how it looks like. It looks like they took a car and then took one of those little, like, mini cars and <laughs> oh put it my gosh. inside yeah, of that I forgot, car. I forgot that that was the name of that car. What were they thinking when they designed that thing? That's terrible. Who approved that to come off the, off the factory floor? Uh, I, I don't know, but it looks so yeah, bad. Yeah. What cars did you grow up around? Or... Um, okay, so for me, my my dad was a or still is a car salesman. He was a manager of a Ford dealership when I was a kid. So he he would be able to take a lot of the used cars off the lot as like demo cars. So I would get to see all sorts of things. Like I saw the the 350Z when it came out in 03. Uh, he took that off the lot, brought it home. Um, I first learned how to drive standard in like an 04 GT Mustang. Uh, so. I've been I've been around a lot of different cars, thankfully, because of him, and that's that's kind of where it all started. Uh, being there in his office, I'd be on his computer just looking up all the specs of all these different cars, and I would like print out uh, binders of different of info, like say like a light SBT Lightning or the SBT Cobra, and I would be studying that at school instead of whatever the teacher was saying. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, with me, the Camaro SS is actually my dad's. He gave that to me. Uh, a few years ago so we had that when I was growing up and then um, we just had you know a little nothing too crazy just regular cars I think we have like in the 90s we had like a Saturn uh, we had like a truck a Dodge truck my first car uh, so we're in Texas so trucks come in very useful so that was actually my first car was a Dodge Ram 1500 so um, then after that we Actually, Gio, you should probably talk about your first car. Yeah, that's a funny. Um, my first car. Okay, so technically, my first car 
was a, I think it was like a 92 Ford Probe that my cousin gave me, <laughs> like just on a whim. Um, but it had a, a leaky radiator and I was 15 years old and my dad didn't want me driving it because it seemed super unreliable. So he didn't really let me keep that, but it was technically my first car. And then later on, I was gifted a 2002 Jeep Cherokee, which I then sold in order to buy the, the car that I claim as my first car, which was a 1990 CRX SI in Barbados yellow, which is still like the love of my life. And I wish Super I could find cool, it man. again. Thank you. Um, yeah, do you think cool some car. cars should stay in the past or you think they can be brought up again like the Ford Bronco? Ooh, okay, yeah. Uh, I I really like what Ford's doing with the Bronco. I think they did the, a great job with the revival of that. That is one car that I'm glad is, is back. But, uh, I, okay, so, like, say the RX-7, I think, is a car that can stay the RX-7 of the past. Like, I, I don't like the, what they did with the RX-8, and I don't have faith in Mazda doing anything good with the RX-7 revival. Um, the GTR also, like, I that's it's been... It's time for that thing to go. Like that, it's been out since oh, oh nine, I believe, and and it's still going into twenty twenty one. So that that's one car that I'd be glad to see a revamp or like discontinue it for a while. Uh, say great. for like the Viper, that was a great line that they keep discontinuing for some reason, and I, I'm all right with seeing it stay gone for a while. Honestly, I think that last generation was incredible, but uh, it, it, it's good to see them discontinue every now and then. And then, say for my S2000, that car, I think, needs to be back. I think it's time for that one to come back. Honda is missing a good sports car. That, oh, okay, well, minus the Type R, that thing, but it's front-wheel drive. Um, I think Honda's missing a good sports car in their lineup, and the S2000 would be a great revival. Yeah. In my opinion, I think the Toyota Supra has to take time off. I think mm-hmm. it's been on the market too long, and I think they should just take a few years see how mm-hmm. it does yeah yeah have you guys seen the uh the target top uh, they're working on not. that one? Uh, oh man i have not either. yeah you check i think there's a really good uh youtube video on on the company that's working that for toyota and it looks incredible i'll have to look mm-hmm. into that it looks beautiful Are you more classic or modern would you go which way would you go in cars yeah uh if i had to choose i would I would go modern yeah i definitely appreciate the classics and like I, I definitely love everything from the mid to late 60s and some early 70s but but yeah i definitely go modern yeah i think so Me too. i like the classic designs and the shape of the car um mm-hmm. yeah for sure I would, I, I would just put modern technology in a classic body yeah Absolutely. So one of my one of my like big aspirations is to take uh like say the new Coyote platform and pop on a sixty seven or sixty eight fastback body mm. onto it. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. could you see yourself being like one of these car TV shows, like Counting Cars or Top Gear, or could you see yourself being like that in the way future? Or um, okay, so. For our future, uh, I I would say I want like I want to be more of a diverse. Uh, huh, how should I put channel, this? Yeah, like yeah. a diverse channel that showcases a variety of things. I don't I don't 
want to just be a niche and, and only sit, do like flipping cars or mm. building cars. Uh, I just I want to have a variety of things. Yes. Yeah. So, we enjoy everything, you know. We like doing I think we just like the adrenaline rush too, so we like going fast on cars and going off-roading in a Jeep or, you know, going fast on a dirt bike or whatever, or even on the boat, you know. So we kind of want to incorporate everything. Um, but we definitely love Top Gear. We watch that all the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Grand Tour is another I love big it. one for me. Or, um, I, I, I had to compare any channel that we would want to be like. It might be something similar to Hoonigan and like the just like the variety of things mm. that they offer. Um. Mm. Um. So, if you guys had the ability to live off like YouTube mm-hmm. money, would you guys just be full time YouTubers? You want to take this one? Uh, yes, definitely. I think I would. <laughs> Only because it's just so much fun, you know. Literally, just recording our favorite things to do. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. I love working for the MBA. I love doing all of that stuff. But, like, with YouTube, it's literally, like, I get to hang out all day with my best friend, which is Gio, my husband. And we get to make cool videos and do cool things, do new adventures. And I feel like, you know, if I can make a living off of that, then, oh, yeah, I would do it for sure. In not the late future, but could we see you guys doing merchandise? Would you start making hoodies or hats? Yeah, I think so. I mean, once we start getting a a following and stuff like that, uh, Geo is actually the one that created our logo and all every all the editing, the video editing, the animations, all that stuff Geo has done. Um, so he he's a graphic designer, he's a videographer, and yeah, next steps is is once we get a good following and a base, you know, we definitely want to do some some hoodies, some caps, even some decals for the. For the bike, you know, or for the helmet, stuff like that, I think would be really cool. So it's just our own branded stuff. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Like have like stuff you could put on a car yeah. or stuff you could put on because that is your uh, demographic. Exactly. So you would be really. I, um, that would be, that's really smart. With yeah. your logo and the cars, are you just going to stick to black and red or are you going to move to other colors? I think right now we're going to stick to black and red, uh, black, red, white, gray around. Those are kind of, we just picked those colors because those are our favorite colors, honestly. And I, I just love the the look of that. Um, but you never know, you know, right now that's kind of, we're just, we're just starting out. That's our, that's our primary logo. We might have like a secondary logo um, when we do something on the boat or something, we might incorporate like blue yeah. or, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's yeah. just kind of fluid right now. Yeah. Also, every vehicle in our in our lineup is, is all either black, red, or white. So yeah, everything just is cohesive with is that. Is there a um, YouTube channel you aspire yeah. to be like, like Supercar Blondie or Shmi One Hundred and Fifty? Right. Um, no, we just kind of pull ideas from each of them. Like, uh, I think what really set me on the YouTube idea uh, was following a dude called Supercar Suspects, and is he like his his uh, channel is just basically him going to car meets and doing what he loves and making cool cars and driving cool cars with his friends. So like it, it, it gave me the idea, like we're doing this anyways, we just need to press record. And so his is one of them. Hoonigan's another one. Um, I, I also follow uh, crispy media a whole lot for like um, 
music car music video inspiration and uh amber i don't know if you have anything yeah i mean honestly i just it's not even just car youtube channels it's more more so like even instagram influencers that i've kind of been uh looking at and what they've been doing you know um and there's not really one in specific that i'm because it's just so i haven't really found anyone that does all of the things that we're planning on doing it's usually like one person does fishing and they, they go fishing all the time. And that's what they do, the boat stuff. And another one is all dirt bikes, chicks with dirt bikes. And then another one is fast cars. I haven't really seen a, a channel or a page that kind of incorporates everything yet. But I would love to see them if, if, we, if there is I, one out I, there. Well, maybe you guys can yeah, be I think that's yeah. what sets you apart is, yeah. you have, is you're incorporating all of it into one channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I already asked this question, but is there a car that you would say never goes out of style? I I can't remember if I asked that question. I mean, I'm always going to be partial to the Eleanor, the 67 Mustang. It just has a place a place in my heart. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the car. You can, you'll you'll see them auctioning for millions still today, so it's got to it's got to mm-hmm. mean something. I would say for me um the Jaguar E-Type the Oh, yeah. Mm. Great choice. Um, what do you think about Keanu Reeves and some other celebrities that are starting to make their own cars? Because Keanu Reeves is, has arched motorcycles. Yep, yep. Uh, I I looked into that kind of recently. I love it. I think I, I'm really well. Keanu Reeves is super cool. Like that dude's like as genuine as they get. Um, I, I'm really so him, and then I, Patrick Dempsey is also a big gearhead. That's really cool. And then uh. T- one of the uh, players off the Nationals is a big gearhead, and I, I just really like seeing celebrities uh, have hobbies in motorsports. Yeah, any anything that kind of gives motorsports, motorcycles, vehicles, uh, good publicity, I think it's just good for the community. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes people like don't understand fast cars, or you know, like they just there's not a lot of education. I feel like too. I would say that especially with women, right. you know, it's just like, oh, that's a fast car and no one really knows too much about it. And I'm not going to lie and say that I'm a professional, but at least, you know, I'm I'm willing to learn and it's not it's not a scary thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I do yeah. like Keanu Reeves in that he's getting into the motorsports world, but I say mm-hmm. the price for his motorcycle is a bit outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> what what is what what are they going for? I haven't um, looked into the prices. Eighty-five thousand dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that, yeah, that's a bit much. That you can think you can get like two uh, top of the line Ducati Pentagalis yeah. for that price. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow! Uh, you ha- you have the Jeep Gladiator. Uh, would you keep mm-hmm. that one stock and get another one to customize and make off road? Good question. I'll leave that to Amber since that's her. Yeah, that's my daily driver. Um, I think I would customize this one, honestly. I mean, we're in Texas, so literally, I want to say, like, three out of every five cars is has some sort of modifications. It's either a truck, Jeep, or something big like that. Right. So, I would, I don't mind modifying this one, you know what I mean? But, I mean, stock, this one, this one's pretty good. We haven't been able to go anywhere too crazy just yet uh i definitely want to upgrade the tires we do have a little lift on it how big is the lift again uh it's just the one and a half inch leveling kit to raise the front to match the back and then we also put the uh 
LED pods on it as well. But yeah, there's there's a lot more uh, in store for that yeah. for that truck. Um, if you had to go full full custom on the glider, would you go complete customized or would you just put some bigger tires on it? Uh, I think I'm not too crazy on on ginormous lifts, so like. I think a three inch lift would be max and then 37s might be pushing it. I'd definitely be comfortable doing 35s on it. And it's already, it already has the locking front and rear diffs and it has electronic sway bar disconnects. So I'm cool with those. Um, So I'm not, I wouldn't go outrageous with it. We might want to look into putting one of those pop-up tents on the back that, uh, that sit on that. uh, I don't know what to call it. Like a, yeah. 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 Yeah, Those are Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, we we like to go camping too. So, I mean, right now we're just kind of going in the sand. Well, we camp on the beach right now. We don't have a lot of uh, woods over here, so we're we're kind of by the water. So uh, we when we camp right now, we're on the beach, which is fine. Um, but when we do go out, you know, camping in the woods or wherever, I think that that overhead uh, area would be really really sweet to have. Oh, I know my uncle has one and they say it's great because you can just flip the car's ac (laughs) on or anything like that and you can have power in your tent so if there's bugs are getting really bad or something Mm -hmm. like that you're right there by your car and you have power and you have everything and they they blow up an air mattress in there using the car's power and stuff like that and it'll keep you away from wildlife too like uh one time (laughs) we had like a family of five raccoons swarm us in our tent (laughs) So it'll yeah. keep stuff like Holy that cow. from happening. Yeah. You see, and like that's stuff that we've been doing. Sure. And I think that would have been so funny to capture on video. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would have gone viral yeah. with that. Like, there's raccoons, like, yeah, there's a family of five raccoons like around our burger that we were trying to make. Like, it was just <laughs> so funny. So, Gio, <laughs> did you uh, catch the new episode hey. at the Grand Tour? No, no. I saw that they're, they're uh, continuing it. I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. check that out when I get time. I've been watching uh, Formula One Drive to Survive recently because I picked up uh, following Formula One this year, too, when uh, I got have, the Alpha. Uh, which is your favorite team or driver? Uh, <laughs> okay, well, driver, I mean, okay. I have to be partial to Alfa Romeo. I love Kimi Raikkonen and everything that, I, that I've seen of him so far. Um, he's just, he's a character, even without, with his few words that he says. Um, but driver, obviously, Lewis Hamilton is just under, undeniable. Uh, he's, he's, I think he just got knighted recently too, so that's really cool. Uh, he's just an undeniable driver for uh, sure. Daniel Ricardo is a cool guy, but I wouldn't say he's the best driver. He's mm-hmm. more of like a public figure, you know? Yeah, I love his personality. He just seems so so happy all the time, like and just genuine too. His smile is also really. Contagious. Max Verstappen always seems a bit angry. He... Yeah, yeah, you're right. He does. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't like Mercedes. Oh, I like their drivers, but I feel they're just way too good. I feel like they... yeah, yeah, yeah. They need they need some kind they're of regulation to balance the the field. Yeah, it's not it's not it's like you already you already know they're gonna win. Right? Yeah. Uh. Well, there was some race. Well, that really impressed me though. Hamilton fell back to like tenth and still battled his way back up. So you gotta you gotta know there's something mm-hmm. up with that car if he's yeah. able to do that. He also has like yeah. uh. 91 or 92 wins i think he's just unbelievable mm-hmm. yeah have you yep. seen on netflix also fastest car i watched a little bit of that yeah um i think i've only seen mm, maybe two it's really of great it. okay yeah, yeah if, i'll give it another shot if you um manny Koshman, he's a car collector and he was 
um, an episode of them. Okay. Yeah, he uh, okay, raced cool. his McLaren P1, I believe, and he, and he nice. still lost. Mm. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> uh, Mason, uh, any Gosh. more questions you would like to ask? Um, with boating, do you guys prefer speed in your boats or more of uh, stability? Hmm. Amber, you want to go? Um, I like to go fast, so speed, I guess. It's just so much fun. Um, it's that's also like a different feeling than going fast on a motorcycle and then going fast on a boat, like with the water and just like I don't know. It's just such a yeah. such a good feeling. Uh, y'all are in Florida, right? So do y'all boat too? Um, um, I do actually fairly recently we went out it was um it was pretty good fun I went out deep I think we went like 20 miles mm-hmm. offshore and it was like 10 foot seas so it was pretty yeah. scary, Can't imagine. it was uh I, it was a big boat okay. so we were all right but I like to go fishing but, um I know there's some people that are like this and they get upset when they see fast and furious because it's not realistic are you one of those people, or do you uh, just enjoy the movie for itself? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I definitely enjoy the movie for what it's become and where it's where it's gone, where it's going. Um, I I first I think around what was it part four in Mexico when they uh, were doing the tunnels thing, and and uh, then later in Brazil when they were doing the uh, what was it mm-hmm. the vault going through the city streets. Like that's where it kind of took its turn. Like all right, this is getting outrageous. And I was one of those people at first that thought like. Let's get back to the street racing. Let's get back to racing for pink slips. But I just appreciate that that they're the only people keeping the car community going in like big films. Do you films. think um, Fast and Furious needs to take a break for a little bit? Speaking of, yeah, yeah, I think after after part nine, I wouldn't mind if they gave it some time before they brought in, say, like, uh, say they skip a few years and they say that Paul Walker's kid is now twenty years old or something. And let's start back from the grassroots be and, and, and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. My, uh, I don't yeah, like need, um, Fast and Furious, but I did love Need for Speed with Aaron Paul. That was. Okay. You haven't? I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, no, it's very, uh, very. You good. recommend it? Some people say it's silly. Okay. You know what? There is one movie I get so upset about because the cars are so unrealistic. That's Transformers, man. <laughs> like, my car never turned into a friggin' robot. Yeah, sure. That, oh, that movie did so much for the, for the Camaro. Camaro revival, though. Oh, yeah. That's why I wanted yeah. Camaro, is because Transformers, when the first one came out, the mm-hmm. yellow with black racing stripes, Bumblebee. Yep. I, I've always wanted to have a Camaro. Yeah, like Amber that. had a poster on her wall of one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. That's so funny. Back in 2007. I prefer um, yeah. the classic Bumblebee. I prefer the VW Bug. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Caught it on the bugs. <laughs> hey, all over VW again. Bugs are super <laughs> rad, man. Yeah. They are, yeah. <laughs> Put them on bags and slam them. I, yeah, with some white wall tires, flat yeah. back paint. Um, I can see that. A VW Bug right, as it. my first car, but I didn't get one. Uh-huh. Because my parents said it was unreliable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. My uncle has given me a Jeep Liberty, so that's there you go. I think we covered everything. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on this episode. Thank you. Yeah, of, of course. course.
Yeah, thank you. Thank so you for much. having us. It's yeah, thanks great. for having us. It was so much fun. Uh, we'll definitely be giving you guys a shout out on our next video. We already filmed the one that we're going to post next, but the following one, we'll definitely give you all a shout out and have have our have our uh, following listen to you guys. because This was so much fun just talking cars and getting to know each Thank other so- in, in this kind of community. Right.